I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, everyone. We're back. I hope you missed us. Oh, my God. I've missed you all. I've missed you all indeed. How has your week been, Hartha? Your week off? Can I just say, I have experienced, I think I've reached the age now where it's like, if I do one activity mm. in the week, mm. I'm finished. It's knocked me out. I know. <laughs> we had quite a busy week, to be fair. I feel like we had two family weddings that we went to. And on the third day, I just felt like I was death. finished on that Friday. <laughs> finished. I felt like, I just felt like death. Honestly, I just, I don't understand how we ever went out and did stuff like three four times a week do you think we're malnourished malnutritioned i don't know because i've recently been taking my tablets the the old vitamin d the iron i even started taking chlorophyll but do you think there's just like a backlog of of yeah (laughs) (laughs) but do you think there's like a backlog i feel like i have a backlog since coming back from new york i've not been on it at tablets. all no of course I get that yeah. but you know what it is I also think it's the lifestyle like especially the lifestyle that I have mm. I don't really sleep well and yeah. sleep is a big factor and it's quite busy in your household yeah isn't it? so it's like for me if I get a good six to seven hours I know some of you guys are thinking what well, that's not enough people that have children I think they understand but if I get I, my I six ca- to I seven relate. I can't relate I'm sorry <laughs> one day one day Colton <laughs> she'll be in this position and I'll be laughing no guys if I don't get a solid eight hours I'm a zombie yeah uh, welcome to parenthood love for that that ship has sailed but what I'm trying to say is I think my biggest problem is not sleeping properly and then on top of that it just really f's up the whole day mm. so for me going to these events not sleeping properly waking up for work the waking next morning up for work. waking oh up god for the kids. oh god oh i can't even imagine i was an overdrive love on so the this, on the saturday so sometimes I, I get really shy to talk about my exhaustion around you Oh no, darling, should we change the subject? <laughs> should we comp- change the subject? I get a full eight hours and I'm finished. <laughs> but that's just the world we live in. It's not a competition. Don't worry, it's not Struggle Olympics oh. here. Anyway. But, yeah, but anyway, it's, yeah, carry it's, it's on. It's hard. You know what? I just feel like the older I get, the more difficult it is. I think it is age though. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. Like I need a full day to recover from an evening. Literally. Or even if it's something like a small event where you go around smiling at people, your face hurts when you come back, you just your social batteries are dead. <sighs> the next day I'm I just I can't. And I think, and one thing I've learned about myself, if there's like anticipation for an event, Mm. so it's just like a family wedding that I was told three months ago and it's slowly creeping up. The anxiety, the excitement, that also (laughs) takes energy. Yes. Do you not feel like it? it? Like mentally. It destroys you. So then by the time the event finishes, you're dancing, you've done everything that you've done. You've come back it's and the emotion, it it's up. just too much. You built up the event in your mind. Literally. That's drained. That's not, that's that's got it's your battery on like 50% Literally. at least. And then the rest of it is the actual event. And then I went off and did barambur, a oh, form yeah. of bloody exercise. <laughs> it's a traditional dance. How was the hip? <laughs> oh, it's okay now. Okay, good. 
Unless I've got a part, I wouldn't say you know disability, what? but I have an inability to walk sometimes. Have you been watching the Kardashians? No. Chris... Does Kim go through my issues? No, look, Chris has a hip problem. Obviously, she's like 70, whatever, 60, <laughs> but just, I just remember it that. It reminded me of you. Honestly, though, sometimes I do feel like I'm in the body of an 80-year-old. I'm like... Why do my hips not work? I'm only 28. What is so going on? So you need on? to give the backstory. So the hip. Oh, yeah. The, oh, the yeah. My, uh, my last child was a very large child. <laughs> and um, I think, uh, you know what I think? It's the position in which I gave birth mm. has really effed me up. So was basically. Like the, the hergesa peeing position? No, no, no. I wish I did that. That's such a good position. That's quite a good position. That is such a good position. What I did is I was in like a warm, hot water bath. It was a bath, but the bath was quite deep and it had it was like a jacuzzi without mm, the bubbles right mm. I was holding on to the stairs and like I I was like kind of angled to the side like this I don't know when you guys see the footage on oh YouTube. were you like was it like a form of pain relief like yeah you're like pushing so you're like, I'm like, like turned and, yeah, your body to like give my body more strength mm. and then like I just kept pushing and straining in that position Ooh. and then my hips were already weak because you know when you're giving birth your ligaments and all that become loose. And I think I did something to my hip on I that. I think it might have been that. And then him that. coming out with his fat head. When I saw the size of this baby for the first time, guys, <laughs> I was gobsmacked. No one believed me. Like, when, like, remember looked... when I was giving, when I was like pregnant and I was like, guys, this baby is humongous. And everyone was like, no, just calm down. No, I couldn't the, walk. It's the the, the body was quite small. He was a little bit heavy, no, but he the was head, chunky. I felt the like the shoulders, was... the head, it was all chunky. So this kid looked at least four months old when he was born. He it looked like crazy. he should have his, do you know what I mean? He should be going to work. Literally. <laughs> it was just, and I remember like giving birth. I literally got up and I couldn't walk. And you know, with Idris, I could just get up and walk. That's yeah. when I knew Idris I really was tiny. Yeah, he was a tiny baby, but still, yeah. like, honestly, he really effed me over. But what made me laugh is when I was, he was like on the table and then and the late nurse is like putting his clothes on. I was just staring at him like, that thing, <laughs> that huge baby came out of me. The thing is though, we did anticipate that he was a big baby because do you remember there was a period where like the last few days before you went into labour, you couldn't even walk anymore. Yeah. And everyone kept telling you you need to walk and you were I was like, like, I, I can't. can't. It was so Because he was like stuck. Yeah, so I don't even was, know what, I can't crazy. even describe the biology of this. Guys. But he was like, he was just causing you so much pain, wasn't that he? That pregnancy traumatised me. I don't think I could do it again. But on to you, love. Me. You will be giving us some offspring, inshallah. Hopefully, some, inshallah. some girls. Inshallah. So yeah, there's just not enough girls in this family yeah. anymore. And you know, this is a family dominated of by girls. women. It's just not enough. You know, enough. when I think, whenever there's loads of boys, I always think it's like judgment day is coming. <laughs> oh, God's sake. Do you, you know, know how they said there's going to be more men than women? Yeah, I always feel well, like judgment day is yeah. coming. And there's not going to be enough men for a girl, which is mm. why this four wives thing is... Really? Mm. I think that might be the thing behind it. Mm. Maybe. Mm. Don't, I don't, know if that's don't judge don't us, quote, guys. We're not scholars. But, yeah. <laughs> but the point is, I always think that. But then I always think to myself, I'm, a, I'm the mother of sons. Do you know what I mean? The mother of dragons. The mother of dragons. Oh, if my God. I... Speaking of dragons. What the finale. did you think of House of Dragon finale? Oh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Like, stare at the end. You know, when at the end when she... It was like something snapped in I her, know. wasn't it? Oh, but her... Mm, her do you know what? Spoilers. Because you know what? You should have watched it by now. Do you know what I mean? It's been a week. It's been a week. It's been more than a week. No, it has been a week. Mm. You sh- let's just discuss it. Right. The dad dies. 
the dad dies. Oh then God, her baby dies. He dies. The makeup on that set. The makeup artist. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. They need to win an Oscar. Do shows win Oscars? Hmm. Is it Oscar? An Academy What's Grammy Award? then? A Grammy's It's Grammy music. the music one. <laughs> BAFTA, BAFTA. No, BAFTA's the British version. It's got to be Oscar then. It's got to be an Oscar. I think shows win Oscars, don't they? They do, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 is it films or shows? That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, let's just... Dumb yeah. moment, you lot tell us. Anyway, they need to give that person who does the costumes, the and makeup, makeup, the wigs. Ev- definitely a black woman. <laughs> the wigs is definitely a black woman. Definitely. The lace. You don't that. even see lace. It's seamless. It's called it's called something. It's called something lace. And it's mm. like a particular type of invisible HD lace. Oh, did you hear that? They've got that. That's they, she got. needs, whatever. That's anyway, they, that's premium lace that is. And that person needs to get an Oscar. Yeah. Secondly, Damon. Damon. Damon, I just feel like he's he can be selfish. He's a little bit scary sometimes. Like when he grabbed her on the throat, I didn't understand, mm. and I I understood that he probably did that because he was angry that she wasn't reacting. Yeah, yeah, she wanted peace. Yeah, and I think that's why trying to ignite the flames. Exactly, and I think that's why Viserys chose her. Anyway, he grabbed her by the throat. That really and he was holding on. Oh my god, the scene that made me feel absolutely sick to my stomach and sorry to the mothers that may have experienced oh, this. Yeah. But how graphic. Oh, I didn't watch that. that. I had to fast forward. Oh my god. Because I would have fainted. And they kept zooming into the baby. Like, like you know, usually oh. when something graphically um you know, you know, they get that feeling. They usually like do a, a scene change quite quickly. There was no, no quick scene change. They were zooming in on that baby, holding the lens. But I think it was just to show the intensity of that situation and how oh. important the baby girl was like to I her. genuinely felt, I felt so bad something turn in my stomach. I know. What's even worse, I felt like, is the fact that she went through that trauma, didn't even have time to, to adjust process. or process it. Just, there's like a war. There, a pending war, war happening yeah. and then she just had to go out and be a queen. Poor, isn't that what women go Venera. through all the time? I know. Isn't, isn't that just the personification? Is that the right word? Personification. Of what the life of women is. Yeah. Oh my God. English lit, us. I know. <laughs> what was I, I was going to say? Do you remember the anthology? Oh my God. Do you remember the anthology video that we did? It's hilarious. Oh my God, that was oh. hilarious. But yeah, that's House of Dragons for you. And then the end. Oh my God, how, oh, great, how great was the CGI in the sky? And you know what? Did I you didn't see his like? face afterwards? He was, sho- he was shocked because he was, I think what they did, apparently what they did differently to the book, because in the book he intended to kill yeah, him. Yeah, because he didn't see But like in this he one, he, it looked like he couldn't get a control of Vega. Mm. And Vega is a war. Dragon. And I think I think he also wars. regretted what he did. Yeah, of course. That's he was like, "Vega, stop!" Yeah, because that's what's going to lead cause to the, the war. war. Another thing that I wanted to mention was the dragon that Damon was singing to. Oh yeah, that's that's a dragon, Jeff, but she's Jeff not. Harry's yeah, but she's dragon. not as big as Vega. But oh she's really? Also, I Vega's she was the biggest bigger. one. So, but this dragon's older than Vega. Yeah, but I think Vega's the biggest one. That's why I saw into it. Because he's anyway. basically trying to gather the dragons for war. Mm. And they haven't got a lot of fighter dragons. They've got loads of, like, baby dragons. Baby dragons. Oh. <laughs> I know. Anyway, I just felt like... So imagine dragon taming. He was like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't 
fucking just love Damon. Like I he's do. just gathering dragons for his love. I know. It's just that where, he occasionally grabs by the throat. Do you know what I mean? But st- I mean, okay, well, we can't really bypass the abuse, but compare you know, that to men like in this was, era. Do you think that Damon respe- respects Rhaenyra? I feel like he was nicer to Lena. Is that her name? Lena Valarian. Lena, Lena. No, I think he respects her, but I think what triggered him is the fact that also his brother died. He assumed that they assassinated him Mm. and his first thought or his um, viewpoint in life is basically to attack. Whereas Rhaenyra is taking a more like her father's approach. But I think that's quite clever. It is though. And I think that's the, I was going to say that's the hikmah behind why Viserys, but that's the reasoning by why Viserys chose Chose her. her, Yeah. Instead of someone that's like. I think she's more like him. Yeah, sense. and that's why Rainice really respected her afterwards because mm. she realised she was the only one out of all those men that are like chattering in her ear yeah. to keep the peace and yeah. think of other ways. She's the, basically, her decision is final at the end of the day and her decision was against She's everyone done. else's. So yeah. hold tight, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Anyway, uh, new season's coming out in 2024. Like. I know, I just, what's the point? But do you know what? It's okay, because I think about it, yeah, 2022 went really quickly. It's we're already in November. Oh, I don't want to talk about how t- quickly time goes. It just scares <laughs> me. It oh, is, it is. It makes me feel anxious. Anyway, should we begin? It's been 13 minutes <laughs> of chitter chatter. Sorry, guys, if you're not into House of Dragon, but I think you should be. Yeah, so I think you should relate. all watch it with us. No, it's finished, so we can't really discuss in the dms if you're into turkish shows there's a show called i don't know (laughs) it's called yali yali something but it's so good i'm gonna post it on the story so you guys can see i think a lot of you guys are turkish show fans kevda sevda remember that i didn't watch that did you not oh so good i didn't watch it I watched Dubai Bling. <laughs> Have you seen it? No, yet? I haven't seen it. I'm uh, saving that for Friday. We'll do that next episode. We'll do that next episode, yeah, because yeah. I need to save it for Friday. Right, guys, let's begin our brand new scenario that we've just gotten. Oopsie daisy. Um, I hope you guys are well. Also, I just want to say a lot of you guys are sending in scenarios that are quite X rated. Very X rated. <laughs> and I just feel like. We will try out. I don't think we're able to answer most of them because they're they're very X rated. And secondly, I think I we, can, think we read can give them, that but advice. we might have to reword yeah. it slightly so it is so it's less yeah. salacious. It's just it's a bit much sometimes. And I also think about what we use our platform for. Like we're happy to talk about anything and everything related to women. Yeah. We don't um, censor people, but it's the way that you write it. So maybe you're right, Colton. Maybe we have to reword things. Yeah. So it doesn't necessarily have to take away from the story. It's just, you know, when like let's say a line is very, is very graphic and explicit, we can just... Either yeah. we can read over it, because yeah. I don't think we need to read about no, the we description don't. of what happens. And, and the other thing I was going to say is if we don't um, respond or read out your scenario in one of our episodes, then we, one of us will try and reply to you via email to yeah. at least give you some insight. insight and yeah. what our advice could be. Um, so do please be patient with us because we do actually receive quite a few scenarios um, and we have to vet them, go through them, really discuss it just so we can give you the best advice that we can. Yeah. Um, so that's just the only disclaimer that I wanted to say. But in uh, other news, love you guys and let's begin.
Right, so this one is, am I the arsehole for clapping back after my friends continually made fun of me for driving an old car? <laughs> okay. I, female 30, drive a 14-year-old Honda. My parents helped me buy it when I was in high school and I've kept it all these years. It has proven very reliable over the years and it's old. It serves its purpose and I don't really see the point in spending all kinds of money on a new car. I have two friends who always ask me why I drive an old beater when I have a good job and can easily afford a newer, nicer car. Like when I say always, I mean it comes up every time we hang out. I always shut them up and try to change the topic because I don't feel that my financial decisions are anyone's business. Indeed. I just tell them I plan to drive the car until it dies and then I move on to another subject. Both of these friends drive really nice cars and one has an Audi SUV and the other has a BMW SUV that they both bought brand new. But they both live in crappy apartments and personally I don't understand why someone would buy a 70k car when that money could be used towards saving for a home. But like I said, I don't think financial decisions are anyone else's business so I've never voiced that opinion until recently. I just bought a house. Oh, that's really good. My friends were raging on me saying I'm going to have such a nice house, but I'm going to be parking the old crappy Honda in the driveway. What? They said it's a shame and will be an eyesore. That's really rude. At that point, I said, I choose not to buy a new car because, frankly, cars are expensive. They continued to push the topic and said that they couldn't understand how they can afford to buy nice cars, and I can't. I was getting annoyed at this point, and I said, well, I don't understand how I can afford a house, and you guys can't. Maybe it's because all the money you've wasted on your useless status symbols, and I can afford to buy a fancy German cars like yours, but it's a bad investment and a waste of money. My friends are saying I'm an arsehole for calling their cars useless status status symbols because they've worked hard to buy them just like I worked hard to buy my house my comment created a huge rift in the group but I feel like they should have just stayed in their lane as someone (laughs) who's had has been made fun of for the car that they drive and I won't say who made fun of me but as someone who has also driven the green Suzuki a a beat up it wasn't even beat up it was just really brightly colored (laughs) and it was like when you saw it, you knew I was here. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just say that. It, it was a car. And people laughed at me for that car. And you know who had the last laugh? Them, because the car broke. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, though, that car was like, you know, a country dad who was oh, like God. living somewhere in like Kansas City. <laughs> That's the type of car that he drove <laughs> And I have to say, that was a really good car. You know where I took... That car did my first ever motorway trip on Kent. I think we dropped... Um, and then what happened? Nothing. To the trip on motorway. To you crashed into I know I tracked... With a brand new baby inside. <laughs> guys, let me tell you this. And my premium went up. <laughs> no, but we got... Okay, wait. Let me tell you guys the story. So this is what happened. So that's not the day that that crash happened. That was. It was no, the hair was appointment that, day. No, I took your mum to Kent another time. Oh. Oh, for the, for the graduation. Yeah. yeah, and that, I was really anxious, but we passed that. Anyway, so this is what happened. So uh, I just got my license, you know, 
let me just enjoy myself. Eager to drive. Eager to drive. Cottle, let me drive the car. Insured, obviously. Insured, of course. Anyway, so we, um, we were driving, driving, driving. Then we were leaving this petrol station somewhere in Kent and I made the wrong turn in the petrol station. So stupid me thought, let me just quickly reverse back in. And, just and take what was behind and you? And reverse back in and take the turn. But then I don't know what happened. I thought I checked my mirrors. I didn't. I just went bang into a brand new SUV. It was SUV. like an Audi Q7. Oh, it was beautiful. Then this dad comes out with his whole family. Oh, my God. A brand new baby. I'm giving it the tears because I'm actually <laughs> emotional. Colton's giving me the daggers because she's like, my premium. I've never crashed this car. And then the guy, I was like, listen. And then he was, I'm not going to lie, he was exaggerating a bit because he was like... Um, the bonnet was raised on his car. No, I it, was, the, it wasn't the bonnet. It was the, um, what's this bit? The front bit. Oh, where the license plate yeah. is. No, just above that. He's, he had this like grill. He had like a thing that, that had cameras. Up. So he was like, my cameras are broken. There was something happened to the bonnet. Carlton's banger though. Nothing happened. Nothing. I'm telling you that car, that car was blessed by Allah. It was blessed because it went through so much. And I'll tell you what, the moral of the story is bangers are actually really good investments because A, you don't really care what happens to Mm. them and B, nothing ever seems to happen to them. No, that car didn't, literally the damage that the Audi got compared to our car. From that day on, I've never actually really crashed my car. Alhamdulillah, so I'm all right. But But the moral of the story is that this woman... Yeah, well, hey, don't be with it. But also, back to the scenario, this woman decided to purchase the car so that she can be able to afford other things in her life, i.e. buying a house. I think her investing in a beat-up car is actually quite good because she's able to afford things like a home because she's not paying stupid amounts of money for like insurance and gas and I don't know for some reason it sounds like her car is an economic <laughs> investment car. yeah an economic car that probably though, doesn't take too much petrol can I just say though when your friends say to you or they've like you've commented on something about their lives and they've respectfully given you the hand to tell you listen don't get involved like you don't need to know more about this. I've yeah. already explained myself. I think it's really respectful to accept that and move on. Mm. I don't think you should push them. But at the same time, to justify. Like, it's a jokey situation. Like every time someone made a joke about my car, I didn't really take it seriously. I'll just be like, "Oh, shut up! You ain't even got a car." Do you know what I mean? Like she could have, she could have mm. brushed it off. Um, and I don't think it's something to like explode over or like. Do you know what I mean? Shit on your friends over because. You know, it's just not a big deal, I don't think. Like, I know that she did stop them a few times, but well, you know what your friends are like. Like, they'll always make fun of the things that... They just always make fun of you. I just... I feel like the way they said it to her and the way they kept repeating it wasn't nice. I think if if you've... If, if someone was taking the piss out of your car, I think it's okay. But I think if someone's trying to ridicule you for the life choices you made about having a car over do you know what I mean it's just dumb mm, I, I just know. don't think it's but needed these, at the end of the day like you need to understand that these are her friends they know what sort of life she leads they they have an idea that you know they've even mentioned that she's making enough money to be able to purchase a nicer car and stuff I I just think it's a passing joke and she took it seriously do you think so yeah because it's a car like how many things do we make fun of 
like each other about within but what our I'm saying is the threshold groups. of what you accept let's say the threshold of what we say to each other or let's say if my friends are because now it looks like now it looks like she feels a little bit insecure about the car well, she probably does but what I'm trying to say to you is there's a difference between what you can take and what I can take do you know what I mean so if you, for example, feel like it's okay for your friends to just, you know, joke around with you, say whatever, you'll throw some jabs back, blah, blah. That might not be the same threshold for everyone. How do you know my girl's not going home and really internalizing that? How do we know that she's not insecure about the actual car? But it's a car. Yeah, like, but it's if her it was business, like something on her face. Okay if it was like a mole emotion. on her face, like I can understand why she get emotional. But it's a flipping car. But she's chosen. She's it. probably gonna like. Do you know what I mean? She's probably gonna get a better car. Let's be real. Like I, what I'm trying to say is like I just don't think it's something to get annoyed about. Like if if it was like, like. I would just say something about their shitty little like dog or something. Do you know what I mean? But the point is, <laughs> not everyone has the same comeback as what you would have. Do you know what I mean? But you know what's going to happen now because now they can't. Now that they've realised that oh, like she's getting emotional because we made a few comments about her car, they're going to feel like right, we've got to tread on eggshells now. There's certain things that we can. But can why and can't though? Say but around. why say we, it? Like let's not let's not even like. Let's not even do, let's not even have jokey banter with her. But now you're, now you're, what you're now saying is you're making it out like them making that comment is continuous banter. But it how is do banter. you know it is though? It's funny. No, it's not funny. Like she drives a little bit up thing. Like it's funny. This is the sort no, of things people tend to make so. fun of. I think the but way they it was said it. That was, if it was like a jab that was personal, like I can understand why she'd take that to heart. But this isn't something like. So are you telling me? That something about your life, yeah. Like Whether car, it's it, a, it doesn't car. matter if it's but a car I'm, or I'm not. But I'm talking about a car. This is why I said if it was something personal, like if I if it's something that was like something that I was insecure about, because now it's obvious that she's insecure about a car, and I would never ever show my friends that I'm insecure about the car I'm driving. I would brandish it like, yeah, this is me and what this mm, is what I drive. Mm. Like if she'd have just turned around and done that and just fought the joke back with like confidence or something like that, it would have been all right. It would have just squashed it, and they would never talk about the car again. But she's like, she's gone. What did she say? She went, um, she goes, at this point, I said, I choose not to buy a new car because frankly, cars are expensive. They continue to push the topic and said that they don't understand how they can afford to buy nice cars and I can't. And I was getting annoyed at this point. I said, well, I don't understand how I can afford a house and you guys can't. (laughs) That's personal. No, no. Why is that personal? That is personal. So they said to her, we don't understand why you can't buy a nice car and we can. And she said to them, I don't understand why you can't buy a house and I can and I have. I don't understand how that's right. So basically, that is the response that she should have given first. Something like that. If she'd have come back with a response like that. And now if if she'd have said something like, oh, well, at least I can pay my rent. Like, it's funny. Do you know what I mean? This is banter <laughs> that friends But the point have. is, it's okay to but have But it's like, banter. I just, I can't be around someone that just gets emotional okay, so every time I say something that is like, you know, that okay. they, and they construe it as, oh my God, like, But let me, me just say something quickly. The same way you take jokes and the same way certain things are not that deep to you is not the same as everyone else. And I think that's what the threshold between friendship is. If someone's repeating something, whether it's a car, a house, a dog, my child, a makeup set. If you came to me and said, yeah, I don't like the way you do your eyeliner. Do you know what I mean? Stuff like that. No, I that's take weird. that to heart. Do you know what I mean? 
no, that that is weird. I would would take that to heart. But But if it was something that is far removed from me, but how do you? I'm trying to say, if it's an object, you're making fun of an object. It doesn't matter though because what you find personal is different to what other people find personal. I just think it depends on how much meaning. I just think it's. I think it's to do with the meaning that she attaches to the car. But that's what I'm trying to say to you. Like, what did you say? The mum, her mum bought her the car when she was 16 years old, or something like that. Her mum and dad both helped her buy the car, but the point is, it's so maybe not about... that's why she's getting upset about it. She's because... getting upset because her friends keep repeating these catty comments to her that she doesn't It's not like. a catty comment, on it's it is a joke. She... No, but the thing is, what your perception of a joke is different to what other people think. If she's saying to you, I think it just you, depends on she... people's Let me speak for a second. Levels. If she's saying to you, "I'm taking this personal," yeah, would you keep repeating it? No, but did she say that? She told them, let's just drop the subject. No, she didn't. She just basically, she just, she like, you know, when you just... um, You brush it off. You brush it, she brushed it off. So she wasn't clear from the jump. If she was clear from the beginning and said, look, guys, this is not something I want to talk about. Can we, can we... She just said, I plan to drive the car until it dies and then I move on to another subject. Like, if it's something that you've taken seriously, it's not some, it's not a conversation that you'd continue to like discuss. So you'd just draw the line under it. You'd set the boundary there. Do you know what I mean? But she didn't and then they made the joke again like i'm not gonna lie i just feel like that i have the sort of friendship with some, that i can make jokes like that she might not that's probably but that's where. what i'm saying that's she might just difference. be a very sensitive soul <laughs> i just think people need to respect other people's boundaries and i feel like if you can tell you firstly don't know what other people take personal Do you know i think I mean? you can usually gauge from someone's reaction when they feel uncomfortable with um, something that's said by someone else. Like, you can usually tell when someone feels uncomfortable, in which case you would instinctively know to stop. But I don't think she gave any indication that she felt uncomfortable about it, which is probably why they continued. But then she continued to the point where she, you know what I mean? She, did she had to do a little jab back, and I'm glad she I think did. Good. I, I think she should have done that. In, yeah, I think she should have done, done that at the beginning. She, just, she either should have done that in the beginning or she should have told them, guys, this is really affecting me. Please don't talk about it. But I don't know, like, I don't think she's the arse. I don't think the friends are the arse. I don't think she's the arse either. It's just literally squabbling amongst friends. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you, what are your no-go zones in arguments? Not arguments, but disagreements with friends. And I think it's difficult for us because I feel like... I think because we've grown up together. Yeah, I just feel like our family will, will touch it. It doesn't matter. But yeah. like, not, not us two, but I'm saying friends. What's like your no-go zone? I'm not going to lie. I used to get emotional very quickly. Really? I, yeah, I used to get very emotional very quickly. And I oh, yeah, over. yeah. I'm not going to say the word, but I, <laughs> I'm not going to say the, gonna I'm not gonna say the syndrome. <laughs> Our only child syndrome. I don't think so, because I've met some other only children. Uh, maybe, you never know. Nurture versus nature, you never know. That's why they tell you to bang out two kids when you get married, isn't it? So you can, you've got your sibling to basically... My children are not beef my siblings. with, and then um, you've got someone to also like do the little back and forth with, and, it, really. and it's character building. I mean, at the character building at twenty eight, it's a bit late, don't you think? No, honey, pass the boat. <laughs> no, like you need to character build when you're young. Yeah. Um, but um, the threshold for me would probably be if it's like, if it's like something. I've told them in confidence and they brought it up or if it's something um what if someone what if someone was consistently um 
throwing jabs at you about something related to your personality. But I feel like the reason why they're able to consistently, you said the word consistently, the reason why they're able to do that and they feel comfortable doing that is because you've provided them that safe passage for them to be able to do that. You've not at once addressed it. You haven't tried to stop it. Like, you've allowed them to do that to you. Now, if that was me in that situation, I would present a jab back. So you wouldn't address it, but you would jab them back? I'll just jab back. If it's not, if it's something that doesn't bother me. If it's no, something... you know what I mean. If someone just throws a little catty comment, like... Boom. Yeah, like a catty comment, I'd just be like, well, look at your face. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that's what I do. Or you'll just shut up or something. I was like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, this is what we do. I'm like, someone says something like, oh, hold the, um your eyebrow is like half off today. You haven't really filled them in. What if someone did that to you in front of others? Would that trigger you a little bit? If it was around the people that I didn't yeah. know. So let's say you, you're in a group, you're out. Yeah, you're no, that's, in a that group, just shows and that. And someone comes up to you and they're just like, oh yeah, there's something wrong with your eyebrow there. I'd be like, you <laughs> dog. But don't you think Why didn't you take me to, to the bathroom exactly. and tell me that? Or a little whisper. No, I don't like people that, I, I, do you know what I don't like? I don't like people whose personalities change around new people. Mm. Like, personalities change to the point where they're being someone you've never seen before. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's like, and then also there's slight digs coming at you or there's slight digs coming at your friends that you've all And I think this happens a lot when you're with... Early on, early teens, when you're hanging out with boys Mm. and and you get the... Oh, Oh my God, I got you! (laughs) There was something, there's something, there's called... um, it's called riding out for the D. Like, just stuff <laughs> that you do for the D. It's like, pick me, me. but extreme it's levels. okay. You know what? I'm not judging because I've been a pick me once or twice. <laughs> I'm going to admit that. Don't. In my teens, I remember one time, and my friend had to just, like, look at me like, can you relax? Harder, this isn't you. And then I was like, oh, my God, what the fuck am I doing? But I internalised that, and I remembered. I was like, why am I acting this way? Because... I was nervous, there's different people. I felt like I had to change my personality to like make them like me. But it was a good, I'm happy that I experienced that early on to check myself. Mm. But there's a lot of pick-me's. That have continued to be pick-me's to the point where it's now a part of their personality. And those ones I've got to, you know what I mean? Let me ask you a question. I can't be around them. No, sorry. I've got memories. It makes flooding me so uncomfortable. Because, <laughs> okay. like, you know what I do? You know, when I'm uncomfortable, I just start laughing. Like, I, know, I just I start know, laughing I know, I know. at you. But it's okay. I think what what's nice about pick me's is if you can ask, if you can say to your friend, listen, relax. Like, me, You're I'm acting the sort of a person. certain way right now. I would have that conversation afterwards. Are you the sort of person around you? Or people? I'd take them to the side and be like, chill out. Yeah. But are you the sort of person when you're presented with like a group of new people, some of them are boys, do you become like boisterous and loud? No. Or do you beca- go No, inward? I wait. So I, I would go, yeah. I normally go inwards. Yeah. I assess the situation, see yes. what everyone's saying. Yeah. And then I'll start talking. Yeah. But I'm only going to start but talking I feel like if my I have t- someone that I know with me. But I feel like the way I speak, it's not my true self. No, 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 I will never be my true self with new people. Yeah, I'm so sorry, it's not guys. Me. It's just like very surface yeah. level. 
Like, yeah, a few like laughs. Yeah, <laughs> like I'll try and engage in the conversation if it's interesting. If the conversation is very interesting, yeah, or if it's something I'm interested in, and I have you with me or our friends, we've got a, a bit backup. We've got backup. Yeah. I will get a bit more confident mm. and I'll say a few words. Yeah, you know, I might even throw in a question. Exactly. But if I'm by myself, <laughs> I love how we're the same. If I'm by myself, should. I go inwards. I think you're quite bubbly, though. I think you're a very good um, palate cleanser when you meet new people. It just depends who it is. Like, it just depends on the personalities that I'm around. Like, if it's someone that I can already sense... You know that when you meet someone new, you, That's you know good you, vibes. that you yeah you know who's good vibes and you know who you're not going to get yeah, along yeah, with. Do yeah, you know no, what I, I mean? Do, I do, I do. So like sometimes you meet people with so much energy, and then you're like, wow, like okay, like, I love this, and you bounce off it, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 and then it's like the best thing that happened, and it's yeah, made your day. Yeah. But then sometimes like you'll meet people that. They just give you like very. It's like my mute heart is not anxiety. My heart is not at ease right now. <laughs> it's just very awkward, staggered conversation. Exactly, and sometimes you get the starers. Oh God, I mm. don't know what to do about the starers. I can't. I just. I don't know. Have you ever myself. been in a situation? Actually, I've got two questions. Going to come back to the pick me as well. But have you ever been in a situation where you've met like? You've got no one that you know in the room. You are just by yourself with all these new people and you're forced to like network and make conversation. It is the and then like it's thing. I just that is the hardest thing it's for me. It makes thing. me want to vomit because I'm like I don't know how I'm going to physically move my legs. Yeah. Or go across the room to go and talk to just you. Just be like, "Hi, my name is Hov." Like Do you know I what's just even worse. Me. Shall I tell you what's even worse about a situation like that is when people in the networking event, because they're expert networkers and they probably met each other mm-hmm. from another event, they know, know each, each other. other. And then you're standing there by yourself. <laughs> and just, then you just quietly just, walk away. Just with eating your drink. a little, <laughs> do you know what I mean? A little finger food. You just fade into the masses, fade mm. into the wall. Oh, that's really hard. Oh, it's the worst. But you know what? If you're able to navigate a situation like that, hats off to you. Honestly, give wow. us some pointers. I'd really love it. Like some icebreakers. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> What's a good icebreaker conversation? I think, but you know what else I think? If it's a one-to-one, I can handle it. One-to-one's fine i can handle but if it's a if it's a specific, if it's more than four people if the event is tailored to a specific, specific topic niche, yeah and it's not a topic that you really know about oh, and the God. one thing i hate is people talking you know when someone's talking oh, to you God. and they're and saying and they, a lot and they're saying a lot and you know for a fact they don't you know, know what the hell they're talking mm-hmm. about they're just speaking to be seen mm-hmm. do you know what i mean i definitely know that <laughs> And I just stand there and I think, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'll, I'll look into this. Oh, that's, like, that's it's just they're just life. chatting the most. Or they talk about things that you would never talk about. And I don't blame them because <laughs> maybe that's stuff that they're interested in. Yeah. But in your mind, you're just like, I'm here, I'm standing. Please talk about things that, you know, in that universal. Common, common things. Universal things that everyone knows. Do you know what I mean? The weather, please. The sky. Give me the weather. Let's talk about British London society. <laughs> Let's talk about the new Prime Minister. <laughs> Do you know what I can talk about? Do you know what I mean? Let's talk about how the tubes are really... (laughs) It's hot and the central line in the summer is just... It's too much. But no, they're saying things like the hegemonic hierarchy. Geo-political... It's too much. I can't. I'm sorry. I don't... I just don't know. And maybe it's me because I'm dumb. Okay, I will admit it. I'm dumb. (laughs) 
Same. I'm done. My brain. I can bear. I can. I can. I There's think only I can so hold. much. Sometimes I go back and Google what they were talking about. I do. About. Lie, I do. Because I'm like, what the hell does it seem There's a mean? certain situation that I Googled something. I can't say it on air because I'll embarrass myself. And I died. I was like, what the hell? I would never read this. Anyway, going back to the pick me situation. Yeah. What I was going to say to you is. Come on, every teenager has had... A pick-me face. A pick-me face. 100%. What is something crazy that you've done for a guy? Oh my God, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Shall I admit mine? Yeah, go on, you go first. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Okay. Um, I once bought... Um, a Southwest train station ticket for a guy because he said it will take me somewhere, so I bought him the ticket. Well, he couldn't and afford the ticket. <laughs> I just felt bad, so I bought him the ticket, and he never came. No, he <laughs> never came. He stood me up. That was no, such that's a pick actually me quite moment. muggy. That is, he was a prick. Really, no. But then he came back afterwards. So but he came you. back crying. Yeah, he was like, do you know when they message you after? It's like, hi. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, yeah, that was. Don't message horrible. me again. Do you know what I did once? Oh my God, I can't even believe I'm admitting this. Like, it's fine. okay, it's natural. Oh. I'm not those people now. <laughs> so basically, I think you were there. <laughs> do you remember the time I got the fan to no ice for that boy? Oh my. I want to, you know, when, you know when you just want to strangle yourself. But that was peer pressure. Yeah, we true. pressured you. But still, but that um, was still. But can I just say, did he take my number? Did he ask he for the? Did he ask it. for the socials? But he was shocked. Like I was literally like, "Am I a mug? That was four pound ninety five. Like I want my money back. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> okay. To fair to you, you were pressured. Secondly, he. I don't think he even came over. No, no, he did. Oh, he did. He? he came over and says, thank you for the drink, but where, not, what's your phone number? Let's go around the back and have a chat. Mm. I didn't get none of he that. Might, he might have been I think in a he's married now. now. I think he is. I remember seeing his wedding on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> How <sighs> embarrassing. But you know what we love? You know, like, I'm so embarrassed. I feel hot right now. Like, burning up. Imagine he watches this podcast. But you know what it is? <laughs> I think these are universal things. Character building. It's character, character building. building. It also teaches you what your worth is with men. I'm letting you know now. I'm glad I did it when I was quite young. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? At the 30, sending drinks. Over Kill my dead body. Kill Would I me ever now. get a drink for a man? Fantano. I feel like that drink situation only works for people that drink alcohol. Do you think? Yeah. I think that drink situation only works for people that drink alcohol. No, but a woman buying they're a man inebri- the drink. They're inebriated already. So it's like a little conversation. It's like, it should True. never, ever happen. But I feel like that's more of a thing. I feel like when you don't drink alcohol and you're getting a Fanta. No, but you know what? That Jay Huss song just oh, yeah. came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. So Fanta No Ice was a lit drink. Yeah, it was, it was. It so actually is really nice. I'm not, I just, I'm upset that he didn't acknowledge the irony. I'm upset that he didn't ask for my number. And but you know, some guys don't actually um, approach women anymore. They don't. Number one, guys don't approach women anymore. Number two, guys, I feel like feel uncomfortable when a woman's forward. Yes, they, they feel very like uncomfortable. That. They don't that like that. That makes them switch off. It's like you've emasculated me. me. But if you're not approaching, how should I shoot my shot? I think there's times to shoot your shot. But I feel sorry for girls. You know what? I'm not mad at shooting your shot. No, I don't. I'm not mad at women who shoot their shot because 
it is like a wasteland out here. It is. It's so bad. It's so hard. Men are no longer approaching women. What they do is they give you the eye. And they walk away. And they walk away. It's very strange. It's like, why have you eye beeped me for that long, but not even, you've not given me any conversation. Or, or it's these dating apps now. Mm, they'll message you when you get home on Instagram. Hey, I'm not sure if you noticed me, mm. but I was, I noticed you noticing me. So here I am noticing you back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 10 hours later. But on, do you online. feel like it's better to message someone than to approach them? I, I like the old fashioned way, I'll be honest. I like the talking. You know what it is? If it, the thing is like now knowing this whole like men don't really like women approaching them, although some may do, but I'd say the majority do feel a little bit like, Oh, like overwhelmed by the whole situation. Like, I just think it's important for women to not approach men for the purposes that they intend to, but just make it about something. Yeah, something basic. Like that's what I was thinking in my head. To understand how introduce yourself. Hi. Yeah, because I mean, that's when you'll understand whether or not the person really likes you. And also having a conversation initially, a normal, mundane conversation. Platonic literally will give you a a normal vibe Mm. and once you get a normal vibe and you understand you can at least bounce off each other Mm. then maybe you see where he takes the conversation yeah so I think you know what women can do women can just chat to guys I think they should chat to them yeah they should they should be they should be ballsy enough to be able to go over and just have a chat but I don't think that chat should in any way reveal their intention because then if the guy is actually interested, he'll be like, oh, so how, how can we stay in touch? Mm. Or like, do you know mm. what I mean? There'll be an eagerness and mm. you'll know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we've dived off topic. We really have. What was the original scenario? It was about friends talking shit. <laughs> friends <laughs> about talking About someone's shit. car. But the point is, guys, just be happy. Uh, support your friends. Yeah. You know, some people are a little bit more sensitive than others. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, we can't control that. It's you true. You just have to adopt it. Just off that point of some people being more sensitive than others, usually you know in your friendship group who is more sensitive than others and who to not direct the, yeah the, the banter too some can mean? take it some can take it and some can't yes and you've got to respect there's that. also dishes that can't take it that's true so you just need to know your friends <laughs> <laughs> you need to know the boundary level and you also need to know when to apologize and just move on from a situation because honestly the worst thing in life it's is holding even, grudges it's not it's, even, for a bloody for piece a car, of metal it's not even that deep honestly all she has to do is say love I'm keeping my car. I like it. Mm. If you like fancy cars, cool. You've got one. Yeah. Safe. Do you know what I mean? Leave it at that. That's what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, should we move on to the next scenario? Yeah, we will. I'm good. 48, 48 minutes, minutes in. Good Lord. Okay, cool, guys. Anyway. Scenario number two. So guys, this scenario is titled, Help! <laughs> Dealing with a clingy friend. Whoa. The mm. headphones, love. You've screamed in the ear. But this is how they're Oh, wearing. okay, cool, cool. Help! Cool. <laughs> Dealing with a clingy friend. This is the most dramatic thing ever. It's like, help, I'm falling off a boat. Anyway, <clears throat> I need some advice because I don't know how else to approach this with a friend who is just super clingy. 
I've been friends with her for a while, but most recently she started calling me and texting me more. Then she started calling daily, sometimes twice a day. Most of the conversations are about herself and I started to feel suffocated. I work full time and have three kids. I try to ignore some of her calls, but she doesn't get it. For instance, she used to call me during her lunch break at work when I was at work and can't pick up. Or on her way home from work when I just walk in the door and try to to prepare dinner for the kids and can't talk. Mm -hmm. She then sends me follow-up texts if I haven't called her in two to three days asking if I'm okay because she hasn't heard from me. Okay, that's normal. I keep (laughs) telling... Are you the clingy friend? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) I keep telling her, yes, I'm okay. Oh, okay, she's messaging back. But I'm busy working and busy with the kids. I don't know really what else to say to her. Uh, I don't know if I should just come right out and tell her I need space, but I know that will offend her. What do I do? Um... Okay, right, there's forms to cleanliness. Right, if I, so can we just go over how many times she sees, so she's calling her. Two to three times a day. Okay. (laughs) That's a bit, it's a bit much, but you know what it is? If she just spoke to her once. They need a group chat. They do, they do, to (laughs) vent whatever. So there's stages to this, okay? There's people that I call, like yourself, randomly when I'm bored when I just when I'm going on a walk I just I'm, I think there's people but there's that there's an unsaid thing where you're allowed to call each other whenever all the time it sometimes I call you at 12 o'clock at night it doesn't matter but some but then I sometimes I do feel oh my god I've called her too late do you know what I mean because no, but I'm always awake so yeah okay. but, but the, you know what I mean there's unsaid rules between friends that means exactly we have that there's people that I speak to on let's say group chats or whatever that I won't necessarily FaceTime. Mm, mm. Never one-to-one FaceTime. Not one, one-to-one, because it's just not the we've vibe. We've got our friendship, but it's not that level. Yeah. It's not that vibey. It's not that, yeah. It's not the calling vibey we need to speak all it's the time. It's not support bubble. Exactly. There we go. Right. Mm. Okay. So in this case, with this lady, number one, she needs to figure out, this lady that's calling her continuously has put her in this bubble. Mm. But she doesn't want to be in the in bubble. It. Yeah. Right, you get it. <laughs> so what she needs to do is either answer the three times she's called. If she called her three times and she hasn't picked up the phone, I would personally take that as a hint. Someone doesn't want to talk to you. Mm. But it's a, it's, you can take that a bit more personally. There are some because, socially awkward people yeah. that don't understand cues. Yeah, I get that. Like that. But so. also, if I was the friend that was clingy, I would get a bit personal with that. Like, just tell me that you yeah, don't like want to speak. Yeah, I can't come to the phone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Or just speak to her one time to let her get out whatever she wants to talk about. Maybe she'll enjoy the conversation and as well. And then do a little cheeky... Oh, my mum's calling. I've got to go. Exactly. Look at that. You've problem solved. solved the problem. Or if it gets worse, you don't want to lose this friendship if someone that you really value. All she has to say is, listen, I'm not really a phone person. No, before that. No, but I'm saying if it continues. Yeah, but before that, put your phone on do not disturb. Do not disturb is an excellent oh excuse. Can I just say, I've discovered do not disturb recently. Like the really? freshie I am. <laughs> I used to, I used to, I knew what it was, but I didn't know the, like the, the, like, you know, do the you know, do jealous of Do not disturb is so nifty that you can select people yes. that bypass the do not disturb. Like Gilly. 
I'm going to go Gilly. Oh, Gilly now. Put me in. Put me in. All right. But the point is, <laughs> when I discover Do Not Disturb, peace. Game changer. Peace. Posterity. Monday to Friday, nine to five, I don't get a, I don't oh, get a single Oh, mine just says call. work. I put it on work mode. Work mode is the best one because yeah. work mode doesn't allow calls And to whenever I in. get to my location at work, it always automatically puts on work mode for really? me. Really? Yeah. Do you know how amazing that is? Yeah, my phone. So what I like about this work mode is I don't get a single No notifications. You know, oh my God, sometimes though, I'll, go, I'll jump on a meeting and I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And you'll just see the FaceTime blown up. Like, the FaceTime, the group chat, it's all blown I'm like, up. I'm like, oh my God, like, What's I going forgot on? to put my phone on Do Not Disturb. And then you put it back on Do Not Disturb. It's like peace Silence, is restored. Peace. But that's what I'm saying. She needs to look at other ways to restore her peace. Before she has that deep her conversation. That she has the problem. Yeah. I agree. Exactly. But yeah, clingy friends. I think some people just have a higher threshold. They need attention. They need yeah. that source of... Do you know what I was going to say? <laughs> You know, if this, if it's a clingy friend, yeah, but the clingy friend has tea. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> I still talk to. Them. I still talk to. Them. I don't go, darling. Tired, old, exhausted me. Listen, will entertain that conversation <laughs> because I need to know. And then when the tea comes, you'll just be like, "Oh, mom's calling." I'm yeah, yeah. <laughs> because. Check a child, Shek yeah. Check a child means story lover. We love stories. Yeah. We love a bit of tea, mm. but because you love that much tea, I mean, no one can. I will exhaust that. myself for the tea. The point is, but I mean, overall, I just think there's, I think there's ways to manage clingy friends. I mm. think you just have to be vocal about your boundary, what you can work with. Yeah. But also be mindful. This person, if they don't know what you want, but they're also not the friend, know that. the friend should have some um, foresight because this woman is working full-time and she's, and got, she's got two three kids. kids do you know what i mean three kids but i know I for a fact time. when i call her though she doesn't pick up that she's busy dealing with those little rugrats oh. do you know what i mean like i just know that not i just know it's just i just know do you know what i mean yeah whereas this girl doesn't seem to that's what i'm saying she's got There's issues no, understanding you yeah. or the friend isn't being obvious Forthcoming. I, yeah forthcoming but i explaining think once why. you explain your situation yeah, and she continues to do it then I think you can take harsher terms. But right now, I think once you explain it, I don't think anyone would take any offence to, to that. that at all. No, I don't think so. But yeah, clingy friends. Um, I wouldn't mind a clingy friend. No, Actually, I, no, I just, I can't. I'm sorry. I would just be the person that never answers the phone. I'm re- but I think it's okay to be that person. Yeah, I Because sometimes do I don't. And sometimes I like to take a little hiatus from from speaking to people and I think that's healthy but you know what I do when I realise that I've overshared a lot with my friends I'll just go advise someone else to overshare with you know, <laughs> it's very unhealthy or like, I'll go to my family I was like I've not spoken to like a particular friend that's outside the group chat for a little while or something oh let's go and talk to them see, yeah. see if they'll have me today someone, <laughs> literally someone outside of your bubble yeah just to just to change just up to jazz the, it up a bit and you know because you, know, you, you haven't spoken to them for a little while that conversation is going to be lit, juicy lit. yeah because you haven't had a what's it called an update a in a while up, yeah but you know you know what friendships i love friendships that people that you can be like gone for a long time you meet up again and, and the vibe the is same. still there the vibe's the vibe vibe's the vibe you're yeah. still cracking jokes there's nothing and then you go about your lives yeah i think it's adult relationships i really like that do you know what i mean it's like there isn't uh you know, you get some friends that are just so... You know what it is? Usually I find with clingy people that the issue is with the 
cling you're busy the you're not busy enough that's what it's I think. the clinger yeah is it the clinger the, the clingy. clingy the clingy the person who is clinging. clinging is the is the problem is they've got a lot mm-hmm. of um they don't have a lot of friends they don't have a lot of friends and also they don't have they've got a lot of time a lot of time yeah you're That's not busy enough you're not doing anything yeah but sometimes they'll be busy they'll be just as busy as you working the same hours as you they just but don't because have, they don't have, they don't have that have bubble yeah. to have and you know what i actually um a bit um, i can't really speak on that alhamdulillah like i've been blessed with having friends but not a lot of people have in their lives and then we get quite a lot of messages and we of do. people saying that they don't have support a bubbles. good a good support bubble and i always think what's the easiest way i I really struggle with making friends now mm. than when I was younger. I think a lot of my friends are from when I was young. Yeah. Um, relate that the. But I think because that, of that, because those friendships are so have lasted that it's you just, don't feel the need, need to, to look for others. Yeah. Um, but good ways to you know create friendships and you know what, there need to be better huddles. But a cute little networking events for Muslim women or mm. women in general. Know, that, that isn't centered coming? around. Like, just just think. A games night. Our live show. Our live show, guys. That's, that's basically going to be gonna speed do. dating for friendships. That's what Allah. We yeah. should do that, guys. Because I want to make new friends too. For friendships. That is such a brilliant idea, isn't and it? And then in the end, we can create a group chat from that meeting. Whoa. And then you stay connected. And then you go on your little brunch dates. And there you go. Friendships solidified. Made. And then we can do like anniversaries. Oh my God, we really yeah, need to do a live show. Guys, we really do need to do a live show. We could actually create. <gasps> That's such a good idea. Yeah. High five. Yeah, it's a networking No one event. steal it. A networking it's... event where there isn't like the... You no, know, like but the I obvious... don't want BS networking events. Yeah, you know like... where you have the obvious emotions of networking that makes you anxious. It's none no. of that, babes. This is a safe This space. is a safe, fun space. We're going to do games. We're going to have a laugh. We're going to have a laugh. Yeah. There's going to be a button. Ding. Beep. Every time, next person, go, next yeah. person, go. I'm even going to get in on it because I want some new friends. <laughs> Same. No, I'm sorry, no, but that I is do. the best I idea. To, I need to, I need to d- diversify my group. Yeah. I need friends from all. From all walks of life. Yeah. Because you know what? I feel like having the same friends all the time also makes you a bit dumb. Is that really bad to say? <laughs> You're trying to say now? No, because we just have the, no. But we've lived the same life. We have true. the same. And we go to the same places. <laughs> we have the same thoughts about things. We literally we it's think like, the same. We know what we're even thinking by looking at each other. It's been too long. We're too dumb. We need to branch out, meet some people, <laughs> guys. That's it. We've got an idea now. <laughs> Cow. The oversharers, live speed The oversharers and friends. Friends date. What should we call it? Make, make a friend today. Make a friend today. <laughs> what the hell? Guys, if you can come up with a name for our first live show. No, I'm sorry. We have to do speed dating for friends. We have to because it's needed. Yeah, actually well, like, we need it. We're going to have everything and we'll even give you like pointers to start the conversation off with you know you know when that show take me out and they they go to the fernando's island together imagine we arrange for them to go on a holiday together (laughs) well if the sponsors pay for it yeah you know we're we're broke we're broke we're broke we're broke but if the sponsors (laughs) take your group to the island of fernando (laughs) 
How amazing. How amazing with that. They're either going to come back as best friends or they're going to come back hating each each other. (laughs) Let's not talk about going on holiday with friends. I think think they need to solidify the relationship in this country. Before before they go on holiday. Go on a few brunch dates, a day out. Maybe try a staycation before an airplane. Yeah, because, oh God, just the... um, It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's just a lot. And maybe you can categorise the friends as the organiser... The entertainer. The architect. The architect. The debater. The, the what's it called? The one that does all the picture taking and videography and all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking... The of, one that cooks. You know that personality test? <laughs> I think every friendship group that's formed at our event should take that personality that's test. together. Yeah. And the friendship group that stays for a year... Gets a following. Gets the holiday. Gets the holiday. For the friendship group that stays for a year and comes to our next annual live show. As a group. As a group. Cultivated. And they show us the WhatsApp date where that chat started. Yeah. We we have the receipt. We have the receipt. They They get a holiday. They get a holiday. holiday. Right, I think that's it, guys. My headscarf's fallen off. The ideas have just blown out of us i know but it was really nice chatting to you once again hard it's been a little it's been a little while i know i actually missed our podcast people and i missed you i missed you too i feel like we weren't really conversating because oh, we're we just, weren't really connected we were just dancing we're just dancing what can we do yeah um but yeah no i actually did miss you same missed you love Hello. anyway guys it's it's been amazing it's we really love you guys I've got work tomorrow. You going to the gym, Naya? Tomorrow morning, I am. Really? I went to boot camp this morning. I should warn you. We delay. It's finished. It it opens at half six, not six. Yeah, I know, I know. Oh, yeah. Boot camp's at seven o'clock. Really? Yeah. Do you want to do it? No, tomorrow's hit. No, I can't do boot camp. No, no. I did. What did I do today? I just did like a little incline walk. But but it was just to ease me in. Ease you in. But, um,. I start my thing with twelve the twelve three thirty. Twelve three thirty. So inclined twelve. Oh inclined thirteen three thirty. Yeah, for thirty minutes. I but do three that. is really slow, do you not think? It is, so I do four point five. I do four, five. yeah. Anyway, that's what I did. And then I did What the do you cl- think of that? Do you like it? I like it. I, I got when it gets to fifteen minutes, it's it's painful. Yeah, it's a bit boring though. But it's it? boring though. But I, I, it was just to ease me in. Yeah, yeah, I did it today. But to what ease I was going to say to you is on. So I go to the gym Monday, Tuesday, and then Thursday. And then my last day is on a Saturday. But me and Hall are going together. No, we're not going together because I need to hold myself accountable. Yeah. But one of those days I'm doing weight training, so come with me. Okay, fine. So we can do that. But anyway, guys, it was so nice to come back to the podcast. I had such a great time. Hall, you had a great time? I did, guys. We love you guys. And inshallah, we'll speak to you guys soon. Also, thank you so much for $10,000. Oh, my God, yeah. We should have started off with that. of you downloaded the episodes i'm like wow we love you guys honestly. honestly and sometimes like we look at the insights of like where you guys are based and it shocks me some of you guys in russia wow the russia. maldives india big up amazing india. do you know what i mean those of you in the usa honestly oh god camera's gone off anyway those of you in the usa egypt algeria <laughs> somalia Oh, big up to the people in the UK. Guys, no, honestly, we love you guys so much. Let's get it to 20,000 downloads. Ah! (laughs) And 
inshallah, we'll let you know about the live show now that we've thought of the idea. Yeah, no, we have to actually start planning that now. No, we actually yeah. have to. But anyway, love you guys, guys. Recommend some venues for us. Yeah, that would be really nice. Yeah. If you like, want to host it as well, come through. Oh come my through. God, yeah. Anyway. But thank you guys. Take care. Bye. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 